Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it is 2 p.m. on Saturday, July 9th, and you are listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anike S. on the Everyday Folks Radio blog network. Now, I have a bit of a cold today, but I'm still going to go through it because I am so excited about today's show and what's coming up. So we're going to press on. If you're calling in, we're not fancy enough to have a separate call-in line yet. So if I bring you on the show, and if you just want to listen, just say, just listen. If you're too shy, just say, you know, don't say anything. I'll just know that you're, just, you're calling in uh, just to listen and not for an actual question. Um, today, I am excited because I have a very talented, multi, multi-talented lady who I'll be interviewing today. And I hope that she comes in with me. Um, she'll be letting me know momentarily. But uh, this month, I'm going to begin first of several interview series that I hope will help all of you as you go on your journeys towards your passions. This month, I'm starting off with people pursuing multiple passions. And today, I will be speaking to the multi-talented Leslie Green Major. Now, if you'd like to talk to Leslie or myself, please do so by calling 347-539-5372 or you can email me at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. Now, I haven't received any emails yet, so I just want to say one thing. I decided on this email address because I'm on, I'm on a journey. I'm literally on a journey towards my passion. And so that's why I decided to, to uh, call it anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. And what I wanted to do was I wanted the, the email to match the show, and I also wanted to, it to represent um, what, I'm doing, what I'm doing on the show, like bringing people along, bringing you along with me and introducing you to others that are on their own journeys so that I'm hoping that all of us can help each other. So that is the goal. All right, so um, another bit of housekeeping. Don't forget, every other Friday to listen to a daily dose of K-pop. Now, this show provides an interesting look into Korean pop culture. Now, you don't want to miss the next episode, which will air on July 22nd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Billy Jones will be taking some time off tomorrow, but he will return with more great interviews and programming on his show, BJ Speaks, which airs every other Sunday, at, every Sunday, rather, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, before we begin, I have um, some exciting announcements to make. Now, one announcement I'm going to make now, and the next one I'm going to make at the end of the show. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Okay, now, mark your calendars, because July 30th, Narissa Street, the story expert and founder of Girls Call the Shots, will be returning. This show will be called Transform Your Story. And Narissa has graciously agreed to take your story and transform it. Now, I love this idea because it fits right into what I'm doing on my show. One of the biggest goals of Journey into Passion is to show you how your journey can work, show you how you working towards your journey can lead to an amazing life. And that's the road I'm on, and I'm hoping that you're on that same road as well. Please go to my blog at anikamadison.com and post I Want My Story Transformed under today's uh, show post. Make sure you include your full name and email information. On my blog, viewers will only see the name of the person who wants to enter. They won't see your personal information. You will receive a form to complete and send to Narissa, and the deadline to submit your form will be on mid- by midnight on July 25th, and you will hear the story transformations on the air on July 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Three stories will be, will be chosen, and I, I, I can assure you this is going to be a fascinating show. 
You can see more about the launch of, of, of her launch, The Girls Call the Shots, which is a teen media camp with entrepreneurship, collaboration, and leadership opportunities on Arissa's website at beyourownanswer.com under the leadership category. The launch is happening next week on July 14th. I can't believe it's already here. So make sure you get to the website and learn all about The Girls Call the Shots. Make sure to stay tuned to the end of the show for my second second exciting announcement and more on Narissa because she's going to be coming back and we're going to have have some exciting things coming up on the show. On June 23rd, I announced my 90-day Jumpstart Challenge towards great health. I am so excited to announce that I have lost my first 10 pounds. This is the beginning of my ongoing health and fitness series. Now, the interview phase of this series will begin in September. Yesterday, in addition to those who want to lose weight, I decided to include anyone who not only wants to lose weight, but maybe, maybe you don't want to lose weight, but you haven't exercised in years and you just want to get into shape. So I'm going to do this because this is about a better quality of life. So I'm going to include those who want to lose weight as well as those who just want to get in shape. The judges channel, the, we have a, a judges panel that will help me review this information in order to determine the winners. The cutoff date for the contest will be, contest, contest entries will be on July 23rd, and then on September 27th, I will be announcing the winners and information for the next challenge on this weight loss journey. You can find all of this information, including the contest rules, on my blog at anikmadison.com. Now it's time for shout-outs. First, I'd like to thank my first client ever, Capri Johnson of Black Tongue Clothing. I'm really excited to be working with you, and you can see more about her and how we're working together and her product information on my blog at anikamadison.com. That's A-N-I-K-A madison.com. And then then you can also see information on her website at blacktongueclothing.bigcartel.com. Capri has a special offer for you, which can be found under the category for you on my blog. Please do, your, please do your part to support entrepreneurs and small businesses. I love to inspire and encourage people. This is why I enjoy writing for the Miami-based Gospel Truth magazine, published by an amazing woman who gave me a chance, Sandy Walker. You can check out my next article in the July issue. I would like to say hello to Servant Leader Apostle Carlos L. Malone Sr. and First Lady Elder Pamela Malone Sr., along with any Bethel members of the Bethel Church that are listening in. Thank you for tuning in. And hello to the Beta Chapter of the National Distinction at the National Distinction Society. I hope those of you who are on your trip are enjoying yourselves and getting some much-needed relaxation time. And now for my grateful moment. I am truly blessed to have in my life people that are supporting me. This journey is not an easy one, so, I, so having pe- support is extremely important. I have the privilege of interviewing one of those amazing people today. Leslie Green Major is a mother of a recent high school graduate who just landed her first full-time job. Congratulations, Aziza, on a great year. Leslie is also a writer, journalist, and the communications director of the Bethel Church. She is working on it, becoming a published author, fitness coach, and multimedia specialist. If you would like to speak to Leslie or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. That is A-N-I-K-A passionjourney at gmail.com. So now I am going to check in to make sure that that, um, Leslie is there with us before I bring her in. And while I'm waiting for her response, um, I just want to talk a little bit more about just people pursuing multiple passions. And basically, it's just people that are trying to accomplish many different things. And, of course, your passion is equal to, basically equal to your, your life's purpose. And so I like to talk to other people that are just like me, trying to 
tend to pursue multiple things. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do, but um, that's why I like to bring in other people to see what they're doing and how they're making it work. And so I'm hoping that Leslie will be joining us soon. Um, but if not, what I'm going to do is I'm going to check in with one of these callers. Let's see. Let's go to the first caller here. Hello, caller. You in here with us? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yes, okay, I am. you might just be. Oh, hi. How are you? Uh, it's Leslie. How are you? I'm well. Uh, Leslie, yay! <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the interview today. I really appreciate oh, well, it. You. Okay, I'm glad we oh, excellent. I'm glad we got together. So now I just want to start the interview with um well I want to start the interview with two questions. First okay. question is what is your definition of passion? My definition of passion. Wow. It's kind of that that um oh, gosh. It's a combination of so many things. Um, I'd first, if I can, like to give a definition that I kind of acquired some years ago of what success is. Because I think once you define what success is for you, um, you get an idea or you start the process of understanding what your passion is. Um, so, So success for me is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Now, that's not a quote from, uh, it's unknown who actually uh, came up with that, um, the author, anyway. Um, but it spoke to me when I read it some years ago. Um, first and foremost, because there's an important word in there, and it's progressive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you when you you go through all of your school years, you go to high school, you go to college, um, you you kind of have in your mind that you think you should know everything that you want to do. You need to you need to know it, and that's not always the case. There's a lot of us that graduate from high school, we go to college, and we're finding ourselves. We're still finding ourselves, um, trying to get an idea of okay. What is my passion or what is my purpose? And it's a journey mm-hmm. uh, because each stage of life can be so different, so, so different. Many of us are not the same as we were in those college years <laughs> or in those early <laughs> marriage true. years or once our kids graduate from high school, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother ball game sometimes with the em- empty nest. Uh, syndrome, so to speak. So that's what I love about that particular definition, that success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Now, how do you balance all of the passions that you are pursuing? One of the things I've learned to do is to Focus on what's at the forefront at that time. And what I mean by that is sometimes we try to make things work, and it's really not time for it to work um, for us at that time. Function in your season and in your time as it relates to specific passions that you have. When you force it, it doesn't always pan out or work the way we think it should at the time that we think it should. Then, therefore, we abandon it. And that may have a great deal to do with our purpose. One of the things that, and I won't quote verbatim, but one of the things that our pastor, Apostle uh, Carlos L. Malone Sr. talks about a lot is that what you're passionate about, passionate about what your passions are, are more than likely that which is a great deal part, a great part of your purpose. Right, right. If it keeps reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring, it's reoccurring for a reason. (laughs) Right. It's not 
happenstance that it's happening. We go to school, we learn a skill, and there's even a purpose in that. And it doesn't always end with college. When I went to Florida A&M University, I went in first as a computer information systems specialist. That's what I thought I was going to do. I changed, and it was a good change for me, into the School of Journalism. Why? Because at that time, I knew I liked to write. I came out. I worked in communications. I worked with public relations firms. During the course of my coursework at Florida A&M University, I, I had a lot of experience in broadcast and uh, speech writing and all kinds of things. We were encouraged to get an idea or to work, uh, get that work experience in every area that we possibly could. Mm-hmm. Why? So that we would be more marketable. Mm-hmm. But now, in retrospect, I think it's great because it helps you fine-tune exactly what you want to do or exactly in what direction you want to go in. Now, is that when you started um, working towards becoming a a multimedia specialist? I would say it began there (laughs) because I I worked worked in so many different areas. I I worked Mm -hmm. on the campus radio station. I I, I interned at the, um, the Tallahassee Democrat at that time. I, I worked at a, uh, um, at a television station uh, with a community reporter. I worked at the news bureau. I got a lot of uh, experience as a public relations specialist working with the NAACP chapter during that time in Tallahassee. So it makes you, it makes you well-rounded, I think. It gives you a different perspective of each communication uh, commu- communication field, so to speak, because there's so many different aspects, there's so many different directions that we, we can really go into. I had a friend who worked at BET, and, and the networking aspect of it is important too. It's important for whatever field that you go into, that you get an idea of those different areas, but you also network with others that are in that particular field because you learn so much from each other. I'm sure all of that really helped you prepare to becoming the uh, communications director at the Bethel Church. Um, tell me about that experience and, and what do you feel that you've learned the most about being in that, from being in that position? I think from, you know, in the marketplace we, we learn – um, those things uh, that would help us uh, mm-hmm. in the industry, the skills. Mm-hmm. We acquire those skills. But working in ministry is a little bit different because it's not all about your particular skill, but it's about what's needed at any given time and how to use those skills to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. It helps when you have that close relationship and walk with God, there are, are those moments where you're tempted to put yourself in the situation or do it on your own. <laughs> but then you become you become reminded and really reflecting on, okay, this is not mine, this is yours, God. So what exactly do you, how do you want me to do this? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Then you're not so self-reliant on your skill set. It helps, but you're reliant mm-hmm. upon God. Now, do we okay. miss the mark? I think in every field, <laughs> as a believer, <laughs> you miss the mark. Mm-hmm. But when you have a walk in relationship with God, you begin to re- really see how that marketplace anointing can work hand-in-hand with ministry, that it's not so separate. As you grow and mature in the Lord, you understand how you can be effective in whatever field that you're in. Now, social media plays a big part in your job, and I noticed Mm -hmm. that you handle many different social media platforms. So how how do you handle that with, the, the everyday business and getting social and, and handling the social media aspect as well. How do you balance that? 
I really don't know if there's a way to balance much of anything. And I say that because when you're led of the Lord and when you're constantly seeking him, what do you want me to do today, Lord? How do you want me to do it? Asking those kinds of questions on a Mm -hmm. daily basis. Then it's not so much trying to balance it on your own, but to be effective in that particular moment on that particular day, the way God would have you to be effective. We plan, of course. We're planners. Most women are planners. Uh, Men become planners, too. They're planners as well. Um, Now, there are some of us that aren't. But when you pray on a weekly or daily basis, God will give you strategy for anything in whatever given career you are in at that particular time. Because, like I mentioned before, I've had different experiences, even in the school system, working as a media specialist for approximately nine or ten years. Those kinds of you learn to depend upon God and his direction. Now, do we do those things that, you know, will help us along the way? Of course, yes. Of course, yes. There are days that you designate, okay, maybe today, uh, not maybe, but today I will focus on Facebook or today I will focus on Instagram or today I will cross-market between one social media platform to another, depending upon what's priority in the ministry at the time. Okay. And that's now, pretty much that's, that's, yeah. how my day looks. That's interesting. That's interesting because the next question I'm going to ask you is how, um, what are the most important social media platforms that, that, you, that you feel, um, especially for those who are entrepreneurs or those who are business owners um, um, like ourselves as we, we both uh, pursue those um, interests. What do you feel are the most important social media platforms for those people, people like us? I think it really depends upon what market you're targeting. Mm -hmm. Um, It also depends upon the community, the online community that you are creating. Or not creating, but fostering or nurturing, so to speak. Um, There's The young people gravitate towards Snapchat right now. It used to be Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, some of the more professionals, they gravitate towards LinkedIn. Um, then there are those who may be novice that are gravitating towards Facebook because most of those that they know, they may uh, be on Facebook or family may be on Facebook because you can create those groups for family and stay in, tru- uh, stay in touch with family members. Mm-hmm. It really depends upon that. In anything that you do as it relates to online marketing, having some type of plan is important when it comes to online marketing. And it's okay to test one social media platform versus another to see which one works best for you. You might not be a writer. Some people write more than they take photos. Some people are more gravitated towards the Instagram because it's less words. Mm-hmm. It depends upon the individual and where, what works best for that individual as well, a lot of times, in business. Now, and you, you're going to be uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. It's important as well to study each one, oh, and yeah. that helps mm-hmm. choosing which one works best for you or your business. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is important. Thank you. Um, now, you, you, you're you starting to write creatively now, and you're going to be launching a, a children's book line. So how did you transition from journalism into creative writing? That's a very good question. <laughs> it's so <laughs> different. They're, they're very, very different from one another. Um I think when you become a mother, things change for you. Your focuses change. And as a, when you're a, also a woman of faith and you're raising your children uh, in, in, in a world that 
of people that sometimes don't believe. A lot of, you know, mm-hmm. there are some that believe in God, and then there are some that don't. Some come from different religions. And, and our children are navigating, trying to navigate mm-hmm. through all of that. And through the process of each stage of life, we don't always record everything. There are instances that occur between a mother and a child that you say to yourself as a writer sometimes because we always, a lot of times as writers, we see writing. (laughs) Oh, that would make a great title or that would make a great article or that would be a great book. Oh, I can see the illustrations now. We're a lot of times very visual creatively, and we can see it before it's down on paper on black and white. Uh, or we can see it playing out before us. Um, those conversations, those special conversations that a mother has between a mother and a child, those teachable moments, those are the that's the fabric of great storytelling. Stories that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. I I often you know. Sometimes that you take your child, you go see a, a particular movie. and Or, you know, the Disney movies a lot of times are very popular. Or, or we pick and choose based upon the content or the reviews as, as mothers, uh, women of faith. Those are great stories. When, we're, when you're building a library as a mother, or, or you're actually encouraging literacy or life... Be- uh, molding that child into a lifelong reader, those children become very creative even in telling their own stories. My daughter used to do a lot of storytelling verbally. She was a verbal storyteller. Uh, she loved telling stories and making them up. And that's that's that imagination that a lot of times children have. And, yeah. you know, putting that down to paper uh, could be a really mm-hmm. special process. Did you pull from some of those stories for your for your for your uh, current work? The particular uh, children's story that that you mentioned and that we've spoken about that is still in mm-hmm. development came okay. out of a conversation that my daughter and I had when she okay. I would say was about five years old, and I kept on. You know, as a woman of faith and a mother, and, you know, you're raising your child um, in the admonition of the Lord. Uh, You have those moments where your children are always questioning their faith in one aspect or another. Or why why does this child do this and I can't do that? Or, you know, those types of uh, questions that sometimes reoccur from each um, age, you know, or each stage that they go through. And when you see those reoccurring things as a as a mother, you're like, wow, you know, I wonder, there probably are really some other mothers that, that go through this same thing that can really identify with this. Yeah, and I'm sure that, they are. And, again, that's the, that's the fabric of great storytelling for, for kids and mothers because when you are actually reading those stories to your children, if you take the time out and, and you see the value in reading stories to your children and and really developing and nurturing those lifelong readers, then those stories become a part of you as well. What mother hasn't sat through a particular movie or cartoon that their child just plays over and over and over again? (laughs) Right. (laughs) They just love it. But, you know, we, because we're older, and okay, I've seen that. Are you going to play that again today? But we endure. Why? Because it's building that that creativity and that love for storytelling that children often have. Uh, we don't want to um, distinguish that, you know, or put put water on that fire. We want to build it and help them grow and develop. Absolutely. Now, if you're just tuning in, this month I am introducing a series, People Pursuing Multiple Passions, and today I am interviewing the multi-talented Leslie Green Major. If you'd like to speak to Leslie or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at A-N-I-K-A PassionJourney at gmail.com. That's A-N-I-K-A PassionJourney at gmail.com. 
Okay, Leslie. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that I've I've been asking other people that I think is I think it's just kind of interesting. And the question is, I usually ask it uh, based on the age of 21, but your daughter is 18. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask it based on that. Now, if you could give the, if you could give advice to your 18 year old self. And the reason why I usually choose 21 is because you left your teen years and your adult is real, and your adulthood is really about to start. But in this case, because your, your daughter is just now beginning her life and starting her new job, I want, to talk to, I want you to talk to your 18-year-old self and, ask, and give advice on what, what, they, what that young person should do to prepare themselves for where you are today. I don't want to sound religious, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But I, again, I'm a woman of faith. And mm-hmm. I would tell my 18-year-old self to really pursue God. Um, and I say that because when you have an intimate relationship with God, when anyone has that relationship, you're learning about God, but you're also learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. And how, what God, what did God create me to do? Mm-hmm. Not just so much what are my talents. We all have some kind of talent. But then there are also the gifts that God gives us. And sometimes it's those things that oh, we're like, oh, I really don't want to do that. I really don't like that. Oh, that person's always asking me to do that. It's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. I was recently having a conversation with a young person, and they were they were kind of complaining about the type of attention that they get in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, look at it in two two ways. You're looking at it in a negative way right now. But what is the positive about that? If it's happening over and over and over again, there's something there's something with that. There's a gift somewhere that you have in that. God doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't make junk. I know a lot of times we hear that in the body of Christ, but he doesn't. He doesn't make junk. We all have a purpose. And mm-hmm. there is a God-given plan for our lives. So, I really mm-hmm. encourage this young person to really take a look at that and not so focus on the negative aspect of it, but also look at the positive. There's something in it. Yeah, there's always something in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, something in it. Now, you you started some Facebook uh, groups. Um, There's a couple couple of them. One is called Kingdom Rider Exchange and the other is Overcomers Fitness Network. Now, I'm yes. going to start with the Kingdom Writing Exchange because um, the Overcomer Fitness Network, we're going to talk about a little later because I'm going to be um, sharing something later on in the show. But okay. for the, um, can you talk about why you started the King, King, Kingdom Writer Exchange and what you, hope to, uh, what you hope for this group? Sure. Um, and forgive the ums. <laughs> I've been away from broadcast a little bit. <laughs> I started Kingdom Writers some years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It began through some writing I was doing in ministry as I was involved in intercessory prayer. And you'll, you'll understand when you get connected to a body, you are supposed to grow. <laughs> mm-hmm. In some form right. or fashion, you're supposed to grow. In Christ, right. you're supposed to really begin to understand why God created you and why you're in the earth. And it's mm-hmm. not solely just a function or to do that particular thing in church. Because oftentimes our ministry or that which God has purposed for our life, it's a lot of times it's outside of the walls of the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kingdom Riders began 
as a way of really encouraging other writers to see the writer in themselves mm-hmm. and to make the connection between that gift and how it could be used in ministry, mm-hmm. as well as recognizing the talent within themselves. I've noticed writers who didn't think much of their writing and would mm-hmm. write poetry and then throw it away mm-hmm. because they didn't see the value in it. They didn't see themselves as a writer. And as a writer or any or any other uh, purpose that we find ourselves walking in and we begin to understand our purpose in the earth, there is a journey that we mm-hmm. were on. Right. And a part of that is accepting those gifts and those talents with us, within us. There's so much negative that can come your way in the earth or from people that see you in one way. But when you have a walk in relationship with God, you really begin to see who you are for yourself. Mm-hmm. And God will send confirmation through individuals. He'll send confirmation through your pastor. And, again, you don't, you may not even get those confirmations from people you think you're going to get those confirmations from, i.e., those that are closest to you or those that are in ministry. God can use anybody. Mm-hmm. To be that confirmation in your life. So that's that's how it began, and to really assist in in publishing some some prayers and things on a blog uh, that that I worked to create for the intercessory prayer ministry within the walls of the church. And anything well. published online or published reaches the masses if if they they see it they come across it it's shared um there's a blessing in that and a lot of times we don't we don't see and god doesn't always show us he just wants us to walk by faith and not by sight but we some a lot of times we don't know how much or how important it is for us to walk in our purpose. That's been emphasized to me, I would say, maybe on a thousand scale Mm -hmm. with recent events that have occurred in our country. Oh, yeah. It's important for all of us to use our gifts and talents to bless others. Mm -hmm. Not just to get a name for ourselves or not just to make a whole heap of money or for notoriety, or for fame. Right. Because the real valuable things in life, they don't really come with all of that. They they may. We prosper and we're, we be in, uh, the word says that we shall prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. So it comes with it. But that's not always the case that it comes right away or that it comes. Because with every purpose, there's a cost. And I think a lot of people uh, have touched upon that in the the recent days um, Mm -hmm. of those that are are of African-American descent who have made sacrifices to speak up Mm -hmm. for justice in this country. So purpose is not always cookie-cutter. It doesn't mm-hmm. always look the same as our neighbor, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always come with the big house and the big car and the, you you know, all of those <laughs> material things that we look for. Mm-hmm. And in the end, those that support us along the way, because mm-hmm. it's a journey. Yeah. If they don't see it initially on the onset, they see it eventually. Okay, I understand now why she made that decision or why this person went that way instead of this way, the easy route. Because purpose mm-hmm. is not always the easy route. Sometimes right. it's the hard route. Absolutely. But anything, there's balance and there's wisdom, and we should seek that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, if you're just tuning in, this month I'm introducing the series People Pursuing Multiple Passions. And today I'm interviewing the multi-talented Leslie Green Major. If you'd like to speak to Leslie or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at anikapassionjourney at gmail.com. That is A-N-I-K-A passionjourney at gmail.com. Now, Leslie, I'm going to pause right here because I'm going to um, give some, I'm going to give the, the next big announcement and a few things on the upcoming shows. But I'd like for you to, to, to stay with me because I do have a couple more questions for you before we close, okay? Okay. Excellent. Okay, so next big announcement. If you have something going on that you want people to know, then maybe you, you could be my top listener of the day. Beginning August the 6th, I will begin the show by sharing information on my top listener. All you have to do is email me your thoughts on the radio show along with exciting things that you are doing to Journey at gmail.com. Then tune in beginning on August the 6th to find out if you are the top listener of the day. Not only will you hear your, informa- your information on my show, you will also hear it on BJ Speaks. Now this is this is going to be two days in a row of having your information out there. And then you will automatically be added to a list of contestants on the next big giveaway happening the later part of this year. Now, here's some information on some upcoming shows. My next show on July 23rd, I will be continuing the series on people pursuing multiple passions when I interview another multi-talented guest. His name is Joseph Stevens, and, this, and he has a list of passions that will leave you exhausted. They include being a home renovator, fitness coach, videographer, photographer. This man has so much in his schedule, I don't know how he keeps up. And then we will move into August where I will launch a new series about launching your own passions. I will be joined by vocal arts coach Dr. Cindy Milligan, singer and actress Demetra Harris, and published author Steve Leibowitz. And in September, we will be in, we will be in the interviewing phase of the health and series uh, fitness, fitness series, and that's when Leslie will be returning along with other special guests. And I'm planning on this show for September 27th. There's going to be more exciting information coming up, so, so please make sure you tune in for that. Now, the reason why I wanted to get to that point is because now I would like to talk to Leslie about her Overcoming, Overcomers Fitness Network. This is another group that she has on Facebook, and it's going to fit right into the health and fitness series on the journey into passion. So, Leslie, why did you start this particular group? Well, the idea for Overcomers Fitness Network, oh, wow, was put down on paper, I would say maybe 1987 or 87 through 90, 91, because a lot of times God will give us ideas and we put it down on paper, or sometimes we don't, but we should. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Again, that reoccurring, it reoccurs or it comes back up. I was going through a tough time, and one one of the things I really began to do was to write. But one of the other things I began to do was I began to exercise and I began to do a lot of walking. I went through a period of time in which I had gallstones and I didn't know I had it, and I dealt with it for maybe a couple of years before I really understood through testing and going back and forth to the doctor what was really going on with my body. I got down maybe to 130, 135 because I would have reactions and get very sick from all kinds of different foods. In that process or in that journey, I really began to to understand the connection between our mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It's all interconnected. And a lot of times what we do is we compartmentalize what we encounter or what we experience when it may all be interconnected in some way or another. Mm -hmm. Again, I'll go back to what the Word says. 
that we prosper and we prosper in being good health even as our souls prosper. Or that's God's desire for us. And I truly believe that. So I am by nature an encourager, a motivator, a pusher. I was raised by a coach. <laughs> I was coached when I was young. <laughs> right. I was on Saturdays when I would go running and jogging with my, my dad, who was a high school football coach. Um, coach Green, a lot of people knew him. So I learned those kind of things, and I, I really, if is really, my process and my journey has really helped me to understand who I am, and who God was mm-hmm. molding and shaping me to be, even when I didn't know it. And that's why that introspection and that prayer time and that time spent with a father really helps you to reflect and understand who you are and who He's been shaping you to be from the time that you came out of the womb. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what we endure Which was when that that time period was You know, we go through things that are very hard Or that can right. really appear very hard Even as a believer And we don't oftentimes want to admit it But it's hard <laughs> And yeah. we should recognize yeah. that This is hard, Lord And be transparent yeah. with God He already yeah. knows Yeah And so you ask God those very specific questions. God, I need you. I need your help. And that's where overcomers come in. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. We as believers. And what is overcoming, it doesn't mean to just deal with it. It means to actually overcome it. Right. Where you're not constantly... Dragging that thing with you necessarily But you're going from glory to glory You're you're getting past it To a point where you can really help someone else Reach back and help someone else And say, listen, you can do this If I can do this, you can do this So all of those experiences that we encounter There is a purpose in it And it's a part of our purpose So I say all of that to say uh, Overcomers Fitness Network really uh, was kind of birthed out of those experiences and those trying times mm-hmm. because God's presence and his healing power, he can work and heal through anyone and anything. And we can't, we're not one-dimensional people. <laughs> we're, multi, right. Right. we're multi-dimensional. Right. Right. So, Leslie, what's what's next for you? Because um, you have a lot going on. But what is the what's in the immediate future of the of the different passions that you are pursuing? What's the very next thing for you? The very next thing for me is writing, or publishing, and speaking. I do understand through the process of kingdom, the building of the Kingdom Writers group and hopefully network because I don't think lo- local, I think national, I think global. Absolutely, yeah. Because everyone needs to hear the word, needs to hear the gospel, mm-hmm. needs to understand that there is hope, and it, it's found mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ. I see that growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and through my publishing, I see myself speaking to others um, as mm-hmm. it relates to some of those kinds of things. I see okay. a lot of my passions working hand in hand with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we are coming down to the last 10 minutes of this programming. I can't, this, this goes by so fast. This is crazy. But uh, if, you have, if you still have any questions uh, for Leslie or myself, or maybe you want to talk about pursuing multiple passions yourself, please call us at 347-539-5372 or email me at anikpassionjourney at gmail.com. 
I have the email right here ready to go, and I will be taking your questions and your comments. Now, if you don't get them in during the show time, I will still be checking my email after the show closes. So please um, make sure that you go ahead and email me or give, give us a call. You have nine more minutes to get your calls in. Leslie, I want to thank you so much for spending this time with me and sharing so much. Um, I really hope that you had a good time today, and uh, I thank you for enduring the little, little technical glitches that, that we had today, but I just really want to thank you for, for, um, for your interview today. Again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Now, don't go away, you know, because um, we we're going to talk just the last couple of minutes of the show, but... I, for right now, what I want to do is I cannot close the show today, and this is something that's been weighing heavily on me, and I just can't close the show today without saying this. I'm not going to address each incident that's happened recently, but I am going to address the recent shootings. And I'm doing this because it's just become insane is actually the word, insane. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't address each incident because I'm, I'm too heartbroken to say that there's just too many to address, and that is a very heartbreaking statement. But I will say this. Thoughts and prayers are always necessary, but actions are needed as well. We need to come together and address our lawmakers and let them know we need more. Gun owners agree. It's not necessary to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. But we do need to to do more to address mental illness, our youth succumbing to violent persuasions by the voices that seem louder than those that love them, obvious racial bias, and systems that seem to ignore the seriousness of all of these issues. Then there's the anger that runs so deep that it blinds the shooters into rages that rob our nations of war heroes, parents, spouses, children, and those who actually do want to keep us safe. So in this election year, please make your voices heard and let our elected officials know we need more. Leslie, would you like to add to that? Most definitely. Um, It is the love that God helps us to understand that, that is needed in the earth is needed to share with our neighbor whatever nationality that neighbor is. Um, Prayer is important for opportunities in order to share that love. Where emotions are high, it's challenging to share that love. First and foremost is some stealing away like Jesus did, (laughs) and taking that time just to sit quietly and talk to the Father. And I mean talking truth, because what hurts, hurts. Mm -hmm. And emotions are very real and should never be ignored, but should be confronted Mm -hmm. or honestly shared on the altar. And I'm not saying pray detriment to anyone or any nationality in this country, but I'm saying just pouring out our heart and our heart's cry for our neighbors and for this nation. Because at the end of the day, what affects one will affect all in one way or another. And that cannot be ignored and should not be ignored. What we are seeing in our country, and I say our country, because this is my home. This is what I know. And when you travel a lot, you begin to understand that. Also understanding as a woman of African-American descent the history of our country and how many times we have not been given the liberties and freedoms that we should have. There's a balance in everything, and there should be a balance. 
in our perspectives, and we really we really have to strive to to see more than just anger and hate and frustration. We have to look deeper. We have look have to look deeper within our hearts. We have to look deeper within specific cases. We have a responsibility in whatever field we find ourselves in, not to argue or downgrade another race or another group of people, but to seek solutions because we should be peacemakers in the earth. Now, can we always control that? No, but we should pursue it no matter what it takes. But sometimes we have to deal with ourselves first and how we feel about it personally. Right. Okay, we have come down to the last four minutes of the show. It's just flying by. And one of the things I want to talk about before I before I sign off is if you heard our last show with Narissa Street and Shanette Dean, you will understand why I made this next decision. These ladies were so great that I asked them to join me once a month for a group chat. We have, we have some exciting things coming in store, and I want you to stay tuned for more information on that. And again, BJ Speaks will not be airing again tomorrow, um, but he will be back. And so stay tuned for more information. You can go to Everyday Folks uh, Blog Radio.com to get more information. And don't forget to tune in on July 22nd for a daily dose of K-pop. And that will be starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, I just want to end with this. Your life is a gift, so please treat it that way. Take care of yourself and work towards having the best quality of life possible. You find, find ways to learn more, and when the time comes, you will have what you need in order to work for opportunities that present themselves. You are worth the effort, and always know that I am cheering for you as you walk towards your journey into your passion. Leslie, do you have any final thoughts? I would just say this in that recognize that it is a journey and that it is progressive. Mm-hmm. Pursue to understand your purpose and your passion on a daily. But don't stress yourself out to fit in any particular mode or mm-hmm. mold. Others' perspectives or opinions of who you are because it's so important to be true to yourself. Don't go into something or a profession or career just because someone else wants you to go into that. You have to know it for yourself that this is what I am created to do. Yes, absolutely. There, There is more to life than just going to a job and making a paycheck. Yes, indeed. Or being promoted to one level to another or going back to school and getting that master's or that doctorate. There's something deeper than the paycheck. Awesome. I'm going to have to end it there because we are now down to our last 90 seconds. And you have been listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anike S., on the Everyday Folks Radio Blog Network. If you have any questions about the show or still have questions for Leslie, please email me at anikpassionjourney at gmail.com, and I will have answers for your emails and read your comments on the next show. Which will, and that show will be on July 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to our show. Until next time, this is Anike S. Hoping you have a great weekend and experience success on your journey into your passion. And thank you once again to Leslie. I hope you have a really wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much. And in this last 30 seconds, I just want to reiterate, take care of yourself. You you only have one life. Live it well and live it freely. And make sure you're doing all that you can in order to have the best possible life. That's basically, that's, the essence of this show, and that's why I have people like Leslie come on in the show to talk into you to express that as well. So thank you once again, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.
Okay. Liz, are you there? I'm here. Excellent. All right, that's it. We're done. How do you know? What do you think? <laughs>